Today, we have a special Shapeshift Book of Summer session where we are actually only going to focus on two characters today. Last we did, our session was a, what are we going to be doing in Timbercliff? You guys needed money. And so today with me, we only have Brother John, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Musashi, and Pico, a.k.a. or Brandon, a.k.a. Pico. It goes either way. Either way. <laughs> so you guys are in Timbercliff. You've talked over a couple of days with your group, knowing that you're going to be going west. And it was decided that you needed to make, I think, roughly 2,500 to 3,000 gold to be able to afford what you need to travel the amount of days to the next town. So I ask the both of you, what do you do? Do you have ideas? We can just talk this out. <clears throat> Musashi and Pico. Yes, I believe that we should um, find a way to make revenue uh, and funds as quickly as possible mm. and get our journey started. Where's the quickest way to get a job? What's the quickest way to get money in Timbercliff? Uh, it's possible that we could go to rap city roads for work if we so desire um, if that interests you pico mm, i'll take a look <laughs> we can take a look and think a little bit more on the way there how does that sound there's no harm in looking yeah uh, okay so you guys will get to rap city roads which is in the northwest side of town right across actually from the inn so you walk outside of the inn out of uh the treetop lodge and right across the road is a rhapsody road building that most of the rhapsody roads if you have seen them in the past or just for the listeners viewers it is a chain basically of these adventuring guilds that are set up to help people who are on their travels and the logo of the Rhapsody Roads is these fancy R's that are uh, one's facing backwards, one's facing forward. So it's R, R, and then there is a like a floral flourish around them. And so the Rhapsody Roads in Timbercliff is, is like, looks like a log cabin. Much of the housing in Timbercliff is made of logs. Mm-hmm. And there's the sign out front that says Rhapsody Roads. And you walk in and there are tables that are basically sawed off huge, huge sequoia trees. Like they basically like cut them quarter. They set them up on tables. There are log table, log stools are around. There is the counter that you usually see uh, the attendant behind. This is a young beaver behind the counter who is just filing paperwork and wiping things down. And there's other travelers in here as well. I don't know. What travelers do you guys see in here, John? I see different people here and there. There's like a weird a collection of bards um, with very flashy hairstyles that I've never seen before. Is this the bird uh, bard? And ver- ver- varying in um, different colors. Three of them are actually like bird people, a kind, of, a kind of bird people. And then one of them is actually a raccoon. So like there's like just the one odd one out and you know they they seem to be chatting amongst themselves maybe something about maybe they're trying to find work doing their profession but they're having a tough time they're complaining about how oh, all we ever do is 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 
jobs in the mud. I got, I got to perform. I got to get my voice out there. And they just don't understand that here at FC Roads. But and then the one was like, but the pay is good. But the pay is good. <laughs> you know, right? Like, yep. Pika, do you see? Is there anybody of interest in here? I was going to say a pair of young raccoon <laughs> explorers, but uh, there's already that a works. raccoon here. No, that could be fine. No, I think there's there's in the corner, in the dark, dark corner, there is, it's hard to tell, but it's a mole person who's wearing like a, a really heavy hood. He's very rare. He's not from this part. Okay. He's probably so he's, not from this continent. He's in the shadow. He's, yep. And he's smoking a pipe. Okay. Corn cob pipe. Yeah. So those are the and there may be a couple of gnomes in here too looking and going about talking to people and then of course in the corner there's the bulletin board of where jobs are listed and there are uh, two gnomes over there uh, stacked on top of each other and they just pinned up a paper and have hopped down and then are walking out excuse us bye Mm -hmm. and they walk out behind you yeah Mm -hmm. all right more gnome jobs. More gnome work. And probably planting trees. Probably. Who knows? Those little gnomes seem to be um, tree obsessed uh, and they're not very good at their own jobs. So it makes sense that they would put people, they post work for other people to do their job for them. I'm going to walk <laughs> up to the bulletin board and make fun of their job. Oh. Uh, the job says weeding. Weeding? <laughs> weeding? No. Look at these what? gnomes. Do they have a um, reward on there at all, or is it just like we have to? It says it says scrawled in like um, like a. It's actually posted up on a large leaf, uh-huh. and it's charcoal uh, writing, and it's like like they could like they obviously were etching it with like some sort of burnt piece of wood, and it says we need help clearing the fields. Mm. We must make space for the new crops to grow come to the gnome nursery and and we will pay you well and it says on the bottom i am tamsy tamsy is me (laughs) tamsy tamsy (laughs) sincerely the gnomes okay Um, sounds boring does it have a reward posted or is it like something we probably wouldn't be interested in anyways? So. Uh, I mean, we talked about what it would cost to, to well, do day labor. It's like a day labor job. Right. They'll pay you in the equivalent well, was, of gold. Uh, okay. The equivalent to, of gold. Cause I was yeah. going to say like, they're offering a tree. <laughs> they're like, you get a tree. <laughs> you get the sapling. This is what you get. This is your reward. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I can put up a couple hard labor jobs, but are you guys more interested in like special, interesting like jobs? Interesting I, jobs. Okay. I feel like enough. something. Yeah, I feel like something that's more towards Musashi's prof- profession as a swordsman would would be like what Musashi would want. And I'm not sure about Pika. What kind of jobs would you? Definitely not hard labor. <laughs> mm, if anything, <laughs> it really depends. Maybe acquiring certain items. Mm, okay. For myself. Okay, so I think you you guys are looking through the this like you know when people look through newspaper jobs or like they're hunting for ah no that says cleaning up uh, an exploded toilet and I don't want to mm-hmm. do that ten years experience yes uh, must be okay with working in wet and humid environment for long hours and also have a strong lower back and you're scro- scrolling through and then there's one that stands out to you as odd. And on it is, a, it's fancy paper. It looks 
like nice heavy like resume paper and it has nice flourish ink and you're looking at it and it is a job for the mayor. The mayor is looking for people, adventurers who are willing to travel outside of Timbercliff and get him a special flower. Hmm. Well, that seems like it's easy. You just got to pick a flower and then uh, what's the reward? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The reward is actually 500 gold. Can I roll knowledge about this flower? And if I sure. if I pass, then I can make up whatever I want about it. Or yes. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. So I'm gonna roll my refined education. <laughs> What's uh? Do you have a success or? Uh, no. So I think if you are you from this region at all? No, but because I have refined education, if I heard about it, I would okay. know maybe something about it, especially with like my career background of being a bodyguard for like a, a merchant family they probably heard stuff about it too and i probably would have learned about it by proxy okay i think it would be difficult so nine nine okay. i'm not hitting nine i only have into four and my i had to roll int int on this one so oh <laughs> yeah i'm well, not gonna hit a nine. How, let's just see what you get though does do i get concentration does um yeah. is, or is that like specifically a technical skill Anybody uh, can concentrate. Okay. Um, I think the difference is. Let me look at the difference. I think technical is like, yeah, they get that bonus plus one. So they get a plus two total. Yeah. For non technical, concentrated is plus one. Okay. I have to roll double fours. <laughs> I have to roll double fours. Musashi is like sweating profusely and he looks like he's constipated to Pico. Like, like what is going on with his face right now? Like he's trying to remember what kind of flower this is. Please double four. Please double four. And I got a five total. <laughs> okay. So I try to remember, but I don't. Let's get a name for this plant. Okay. Uh, this flower. The golden blossom. Yeah, I was thinking it's kind of like the drop of Jupiter. The drop of Jupiter is actually not a bad name. I was thinking something like something golden glow. I think we'll call it the golden the golden glow bloom. So yes, so the name of the with a five, with a five, you know that. I mean, he you can see on the paper it's called the golden globe bloom, mm -hmm. and you know that it must be special and rare or something fancy this is all that musashi is able to pull together as he's sweating looking at it's this very it's very fancy <laughs> yes it must be if it's on this fancy paper it's called the, the the golden globe bloom and uh yeah that's it that's what you know it has to be a fancy flower okay why is this dumb flower worth 500 gold because it's it's very very rare, and because rich people want it, apparently. <laughs> rich people, you say? Well, hmm. this is by the mayor, I presume. It does it does say like the mayor on it. Yes, right? Amber, mayor. Especially, especially considering how fanciful you described being. Yes. Uh, clearly, this is uh, something sought out by rich people, so there must be some value to it. That's worth five hundred gold at least. Well, if this person's going to shell out 500 gold, then there's probably something about this job that I'm interested in. Maybe not the flower. I agree. Especially 500 gold for a, a simple jaunt in the woods, I suppose, would be um, beneficial for us in our uh, endeavors. As long as I don't have to plant any trees. <laughs> 
Okay, so it, at the end of the note, it says, please come to the mayor's abode for more information. I want to see this mayor. I want to see who's, who's the big wig around here. What crimes has the mayor done this, in this town? <laughs> what is his addiction? What is he doing? <laughs> he's addicted to Golden Globe. Yeah, he's Golden like, I gotta get that Golden Globe. Just like the- I gotta get me that Golden Globe. <laughs> More like Golden Blow, am I right? Oh, no, no drugs. Well, just like with the blue honey incident, I'm just saying. Sure. <laughs> Whatever that was all about. So, oh, I mean, Musashi doesn't know about this blue honey. What no. am I talking about? Ooh. The mayor's house. Mm-hmm. Do you know where that's at? Well, according to the map, that I'm not sure if our characters have or not. It's on the bottom left. It is a bunch of little. Are these little huts that are all in the water? So you're following the map that Pico has because in Rav City Roads, there are maps of the town and you can see that the mayor's house is denoted and you're walking down, following it there. And you see that part of the river that runs through Timbercliff has been diverted and dammed off. Mm-hmm. And there is a lake, for lack of a better term, just like a, like a large-ish body of water that has been diverted. And there are a lot of these structures that are floating on the water you know these to be like beaver homes and in not so far like closer to closer to the shore there is a very large one that has wooden uh like a a dock almost a bridge going out to it that people can walk on and it has an opening and it looks more put together than the rest of the other homes this those look like like you know sticks that have been sticked together and weaved together this looks more like it's constructed like a lot of the log homes and you can tell that it is old like old trees large logs large things so anyway yes this is the mayor's home how do you approach the mayor's home Mm. we walk right up to it okay i I don't know about pico though like how does pico feel about He's walking up to it, but he's definitely looking around and uh, casing the joint, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Looking for like holes or places to hide or... Yeah, looking like basically just kind of walking around, seeing windows, doors, other areas. Yeah, that... what's interesting, like the windows of this place don't have glass. It just looks like holes in the, in, in the structure itself. And you can't hmm. really see how far in you can't really see into anything from your vantage point so you come up to it there's a nice door mahogany wood whatever the fantasy Mm -hmm. mahogany you knock on it and a young ish i don't know if you can tell beaver age but a beaver opens the door wearing uh what looks like a maid outfit i suppose a uh, frilly little, like the little hat, like a French maid outfit, but for beaver. And it's not really frilly. It's all like plaid, okay. plaid stuff. So it's like a plaid apron and a plaid. And she, and she goes, hello, yes. How may I help you? I hold up like the paper that we have from You just the, ripped it off the board. Yeah, I just, <laughs> well, of course, we don't want any bales on the lead. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I, I show it. I say, um we are here in regards to the request from the mayor of this, uh, regarding this parchment. <laughs> oh, Me and my job. associate here were hoping to speak with the mayor. Oh, yes, possible. sure. Um, what, uh, well, ha- what are your names? I am Musashi, and this is... And I, uh, 
Pico. Okay, Masashi and Pico. Yes, come in, mm. come in, and she'll open the door up, and she will usher you in into a uh, like a sitting room. The inside of here smells like pine needles and damp earth. And like Pico, as you're walking, you can feel it's kind of like wet in here on your bare paw. Both of you, because you're not mm-hmm. wearing shoes, you feel it on your paws. It's kind of damp in here. But there Masashi are. Masashi wears shoes. <laughs> okay, Masashi's wearing shoes. <laughs> but I can uh, hear the muck muck, kind of yes. like the, the that that damp mm, earth feeling. Yeah. And there are like glass, uh, like those glass lamp oil lamps here and there. Fine wood furniture. There are portraits on the wall of people as you walk down this hallway just please wait here and i will get the mayor for you and uh she leads you into a room that is a fancy drawing room there are uh silver candle uh candle holders mm. there is a, a wooden armchairs for you to sit on with like cushions made of the pla- plaid material and the bookcases and there's a large portrait of the mayor this very older beaver he's wearing a monocle uh he has a uh handlebar mustache he's wearing like a cravat so he looks very regency in this portrait uh but the cravat is of course this plaid it's not like lace it's all uh, like gingham and plaid stuff and there yeah so this is what this room is i don't like this guy (laughs) Do anything while you the wait. Little, the mage just told us to have a seat or something, and we're just yeah. Chilling. She said, "I'll be right with you with the mayor." Okay. There are there are chairs to like sit down. Yes, there right? are chairs okay. to sit on. <laughs> kind of weird for her to bring her to us to a room where sure. we just stand. <laughs> yeah, there are chairs. There's like okay, wooden yeah. arm chairs. Uh, Musashi just takes a seat and waits patiently, and um, you know that's what Musashi does at least. Yep, I'm gonna take a look around the room, uh, see what's on bookshelves and stuff like that. Sure. Why don't you give me a roll? Uh, are you searching? Which I believe is index. Yeah, I'll search. I'm looking for anything that stands out, anything that is interesting, anything that's sure. perhaps valuable. Perhaps worth dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> I mean, this is probably a waiting room, so there's probably nothing really interesting here. You, well, you, there's you, like you find highlights magazines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. sweet. But there's only one red crayon. <laughs> one red crayon. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. So I think you're like going through, rustling around the stuff in the room. Like maybe you're at the bookcase, kind of like looking through the books and stuff. And then mm-hmm. oh, I gotta find this voice for this mayor. Why does every mirror I do want to have a fancy voice? <laughs> He's got uh, a handlebar mustache. I know. So it's like, oh no, it's just Bluefield all over again. I think, there's I, fact, I think there might be like a mayor school in on loan where it's like, all right, you're now a mayor. Here's how mayors behave. Do uh, do can I just say like due to like a, the the presentation of like how they're all plaid and whatever, even though they're faking this regency, I have like this idea that he sounds like Strick Buckland from King of the Hill, like Hank Hill's boss, where he's just oh. got that. Oh well, well, come on down. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I love thing. it. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. And well, so, welcome to my humble abode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, he walks into the room while Pico's like mid grabbing at something. Goes, oh, well, hello there. Hi. Nice uh, place you got here. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you kindly. And I, and I suppose I stand up as a gesture of like you know, like when someone who's respectable walks into a room, you're supposed to stand up for them, that kind of thing. Yes. 
So, what brings y'all here into my fine establishment? Uh, did, you, did we catch his name? My name is <laughs> Mayor... Uh, um, Mayor Flapjack. I'm, I'm Flapjack. You call me Flapjack. Hello, Flapjack. I'm Musashi, and this is uh, oh, my... Okay. Nice to meet you. Now, what can I do for you? Yes, we came, we came here in response to your um, your request here, and I show them the parchment. Oh yes, yes, your adventurers, your travelers, then. Yes, sure. Well, <laughs> once, once, certain ones, maybe. <laughs> Wonder, wonderful! I'm turning into a fancy. I can't help it. That's, that's fine. That's wonder, what wonderful! Then turn to Professor Oak. <laughs> yes, I would greatly appreciate. If y'all could go and collect for me a golden bloom for my precious Mary Ann's birthday. What's so special about this flower? It's what Mary Ann wants. A golden bloom. Golden blooms are beautiful and rare. She wants it for her own. She wants to start cultivating golden bloom. Where is the general location of uh this golden bloom then golden blooms tend to grow all grow at the base of mountains mm-hmm. and rocky terrain the base of mountains and rocky terrain okay correct uh, now when we want you to bring the golden bloom back it needs to be intact root bulbs and all you can't just pluck it you got to bring it back she wants to start growing it golden blooms got great healing properties if we can figure out how to raise them right. And my sweet Marianne, she's got a green thumb. She spends so much time with them gnomes. She's learning all sorts of great things. Uh, and how soon is her birthday, if I may inquire? It's in a week. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping it was tomorrow. That way we could have like really pressed for like a raise in the reward. <laughs> Oh, is that what you want? Yeah, it's like if, if it's like a tomorrow, I could probably like negotiate. Well, we can get it to you today if we give us a little bit more gold for our effort well you can still negotiate that yeah i'll, I'll still negotiate that i suppose I, I i don't know how long our quest is going to take though well, well the base of the mountain's not that far away i mean we somewhere. are around timber cliff is right not oh excuse me let's say, let me say this again. well it is timber cliff yes timber cliff so, isn't very yeah. far away from mountains we got mountains right to the north of us and right. a little bit to the northeast of us well me and my associate here we I want to say that if you were to make the incentive a little bit more enticing, it would definitely motivate us to hasten the delivery of your golden bloom. 500 gold ain't enough to go on a little trek out into the woods? Pick up a plant? Find a plant? If it was such an easy thing to do, you wouldn't have put it on the request board. How about this? You say this is a really nice flower, got healing properties and all. What if we just take it and we cultivate it ourselves and then we sell it in your town? Y'all. Musashi kind of looks at people like, that's a little much, but okay, I, see a business I, oppor- I see a business opportunity here. Yeah, like, uh, as you can see, my um, little entrepreneur friend <laughs> um, here. <laughs> Musashi kind of thinks about it for a bit. It looks at Pico and he's like, 
you hate labor. <laughs> like, you hate the work. Why would you cultivate this? But he doesn't say that out loud. He's just like mouthing the words. <laughs> okay. Well. I can convince Francis to do it. Uh, Musashi is like, kind of like pulls the beaver mare to the side for a second and kind of like looks at Pika. He looks at the beaver mare. He goes, listen, we can get it done. My associate here, now that he knows of its worth, he might try to be a little ambitious of an act on his own accord but if you do uh maybe give me a little extra gold on the side i myself will make sure that he doesn't act too out of line and we get you your golden blue <laughs> look i came i put that job up there i gave it a right price and now you all extorting me coming to my house and then trying to threaten to take my daughter's precious golden blue sell it on your own <laughs> And then now you're telling me that I have to pay you extra to keep your friend from stealing the golden bloom. And Musashi looks to the mirror. He listen, listen, Mr. Mayor, I'm not the one who lit the fuse on this thing <laughs> after he learned of its value. <laughs> it's, it's, he's, it's just a matter of time before he acts of his own accord. <laughs> yeah, Pico's imagination is like just yeah. wild. It's like, I will happily sell you a golden glow. I like to think that we kind of like, as I'm trying to negotiate with the mirror, we peek back and we see Pico kind of like rubbing his hands like, yeah. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. like, do you see what I mean? I don't. It's, it's just... Okay, this, this golden bloom means a lot to my Marianne. And he'll point to a picture <laughs> on the wall and it's of a, a young, like 12-year-old beaver child wearing like a gingham uh, dress mm-hmm. with plaid handlebar bows. mustache she also has a handlebar mustache um <laughs> and is wearing two monocles and he goes it, it would mean a lot to her <laughs> and honestly the price is just because like it means so much to her mm-hmm. so if it thinking? means that much to her then what's a little bit more gold is all i'm saying you're gonna have to roll something here okay I, can i help any sort of persuasion? i have i have etiquette as okay. a noble ability uh sure. but that's like dex int so i had rolled dex int for this okay can pico help in any way or is like maybe like his his sudden budding interest is kind of like put the pressure on mm-hmm. you know like like he like he like the beaver realizes oh this guy might get it for himself then sure sure so can does Pico have to roll something to like actually give that bonus or I don't think so. I think I'm just gonna give you the bonus because Pico okay. has already been acting Enticed. shady about yeah. it. <laughs> like we can see the thought bubble forming in front of his head as he's like making a pyramid scheme with golden he's, glow. He, he's making little angels in like this pile of golden glow, like <laughs> thinking it's money and stuff like yeah, all the money that I can make with this golden glow. <laughs> all right. Okay, etiquette. Please don't, don't. I got seven plus one, so that's eight total. Eight total. Yeah. So the mayor is now stroking his mustache. He's looking at Pico, who is Mm -hmm. obviously being very greedy and doing greedy, is exuding a greedy aura. Let's just say that. Okay, that's fair. Looks back at Musashi and says. If you can guarantee that this little scrap over here, this little scamp over here, ain't going to take that no golden glow from from you, make sure it comes back to me. Well, how much? What's the number you're looking for? Three thousand. Uh, <laughs> three. Th- <laughs> that's um, that's 
Musashi even knows that's too much. Just like a little, whatever we can take to just make it a little easier. 50, I think like I will. Pay, I'm thinking will, like, yeah. Go ahead. I will give you an extra fifty gold to ensure that he don't take it. And if you run into any trouble or lose anything, I will cover the costs and expenses that you occur during your travel because. I don't, I don't know if that little one knows it, but there are some bandits out and about. <laughs> bandits? Do I hear this? Uh, Musashi oh, actually says, Musashi, I want to say Musashi actually said bandits. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like, he says it. <laughs> wait, he's sending us out for, what is this? Is this a trap? Are you trying to get us killed for a no, flower? Of, of course not. That's for your why I asked. That's why I asked these highly skilled travelers. Yeah. To come and do this, but there are bandits out there. Mm-hmm. There's bandits in here. <laughs> I honestly think that kind of, I think that kind of solidifies why it costs five hundred dollars or five hundred gold, though. So it's kind of like, okay, now it makes sense. There's other things out there that are dangerous to getting this golden glow, and it's just not the value of the flower itself. So we got a deal. We 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 <laughs> we agree upon five hundred for the travel 50 for insurance and then of course whatever extra if you guys run across something bad happens to you damages whatever i will gladly cover the cost uh, musashi agrees the handshake we shake uh, hands yeah because i'm not gonna keep negotiating with him we could be negotiating all day <laughs> yes Pico? So what's this extra insurance? So you'll pay for damages, stuff like that? I will. If you come across any problems, any troubles, you get mm-hmm. hurt, you lose equipment, you okay. uh, it takes longer, I will gladly pay to cover those expenses. Just ad- mm-hmm. give me an itemized list. Yeah, That I can do. <laughs> I agree to that. Me- All right, so we shake like hands. Medical expenses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> medical fraud. <laughs> <laughs> all right and so that he there's like a montage scene where like there's a sitting uh, desk in this area he goes over to it he pulls out a map he points to where it's at he's like and then there's like picture of like this golden glow that he takes from he gets it from one of his like herb books or things this is one of my marianne's volumes of her herbs herbs and, and flowers of of the northern region of loam points to this flower that looks like it looks like it has like a bunch of like blobs all over it it's like all these like circular bubbles on it i don't know for best better words so like a stick think imagine imagine if you will a stem in the ground and it comes up and it comes out and it curls like a like a jack in the pulpit around and then instead of like hanging heart like heart drops it's just little bobbles of glowiness and it shines there's like a little aura this is a, all hand drawn you know in a book but it, you can see that it's it's glowing this is a golden glow bloom and so he'll point to it and then you guys can head off so you're gonna yep. travel okay yay travel yay. checks. travel checks so your first one is do you guys have your condition already uh no i don't I can't remember the last time I did condition check. Yeah, I don't remember last time. Um, right now, mine's just let's, okay. Let's go ahead so. and do it right now. If you have it, you're fine. If you have a number that's fine, we can keep that number. Oh, that's a fumble. On your Uh-oh. condition check? Yes. Uh-oh. But there's no, I don't see a fumble penalty for it. I think it's just... Two. Yeah. Okay. I'm rolling D4, so that's not too surprising. Well, if you rolled, I'm going to go ahead and roll for my 
thing too. Why not? Sure. A condition Str- of condition two is, is not strange. good. You'll be very susceptible to status effects. Hmm. <laughs> Woo, I rolled a two also. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a migraine after being in that the smell of pine was super overwhelming in there. And just like listening to this guy go on and on about his sweet daughter. At one point, he just ends up telling you about so, his daughter. I get a fumble point. Right <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's you guys right. can both get fumble points. Two fumble well, points. So, so we both get two, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or, yeah, cool. The thing we learned is to not talk to beavers and houses <laughs> that smell like pine saw or yep. something. I don't know what our lesson there was. Thank you all. And he gives you like, he like put, he lets you, let's, lets you got his, thank you all so much. And off you go. Yeah. Okay. So off we go. And then we're going to do a travel check. Yep. Then. What's okay. the terrain? The terrain is difficulties eight. It is level two woods, highlands, rocky terrain. Oh, okay. Cool. Because you're not on a mountain. You're at the base of a mountain. Mm-hmm. Traveling so for Rocky, I have both climbing shoes and a staff, so I will have a nice bonuses here. And the weather is, it's a nice day, so there's no modifier. Okay. You guys picked a nice day. Strength It just happened to be a beautiful summer day. Okay, and we're just, uh, it's an eight is what we're looking for, right? Yep, strength index. Ooh, yeah, I nailed it. Nice. I fucking nailed that shit. For I got a six. So you did not pass. I did not pass it. <laughs> so not. you have a condition of two mm-hmm. and you're traveling and you're walking through this rocky terrain. Has Pico ever been having to walk through a lot of walk, rocky terrain before? Not often because this is probably the furthest north he's traveled, I would say. Let me look at the world map. Yeah. He's never been this north before. So as you're walking, I think you are not used to the shifting of rocks and gravel. And I think you end up twisting your ankle, maybe? What status effect would that be? That would be injury. Oh, I'm immune to that. Okay. I'm a cat, so... So yeah, you go, to slip your, you go to slip and you catch yourself. You go to fall down from, and twist your ankle, and then you just immediately catch yourself from that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let's see how well you guys remember where you're going. Okay. So I would say you have a plus two uh, plus. who's leading the way. Go go for it. If, yeah. you have a better, if you have better than four inch, go for it, please. Yeah, I am the mapper, so it would make sense that I would do this. So okay. indent plus two? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. because you had a map that you looked at. Twelve. Oh, yeah, you know exactly where you're going. Not a problem. It's a mountain. It's easy. So you're traveling. It's about a five-hour hike. The terrain is rocky, like I said, and there are grades going up and there are like little dips here and there. What is the force eventually starts to thin out as you're going through because now you're getting closer to the mountain base. And this is where you guys start to look. And you're looking across the, the, the terrain and you are seeing that you, you knew that they still have, the golden glow needs to grow near pine trees and so you're looking at every pine tree you're coming across looking on the uh, north side of it because that's what it said in the manual and you will eventually find this golden glow Ooh, cha-ching cha-ching you pick it up uh we have to extract it carefully from what he said so we have to like 
kind of not just pluck it out of the ground. Yes. You have to kind of so, dig it up somehow. So how, I want to look very carefully around. Is this the single golden glow that's around here or are there others? This is the only golden glow that you see in the however far your cat eyes can scan. Because mm, I really want one for myself. So <laughs> I want to very carefully examine this. I want a seed. I want something from this. Okay, sure. <clears throat> Let us roll a perception check. Okay. Int decks, I believe. Okay. It's like seeing hidden things. Like you don't really know the anatomy of this plant very well. Okay, and I'm going to concentrate too. And let's see, do I have anything else I can help? No, oh, nope. All right. I'm looking. Oh, for I rolled a, nine. a sixteen. Oh, I was looking for a nine because <laughs> of how difficult. Like I thought it would be difficult, but not for, <laughs> not for Pico. So. You touch the plant and you're looking at it and you can feel that the the globes are kind of like squishy and one of them is kind of just dangling off and you pick at it, you pluck it off, which I don't know if Masashi reacts to that, but he plucks it off. And he probably did he, it too nimbly for me to catch it really. Okay. <laughs> if he, he what, 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 whatever his role was, was pretty high. 16. So, yeah. yeah. 16. <laughs> So you pop, pluck it, and in, inside suspended, you can see basically little black dots in there that you are assuming are seeds. Okay, yep. I definitely want those. Okay, you put it in your pocket. All right. So the thing about this is he's not going to go off and sell them. He is really interested in the healing properties. He's really interested in how special this flower is. Sure. And Pico loves collecting stuff like this. So he's going to take a... Take that, examine it later, along with that black ichor <laughs> that we grabbed oh, last yeah. time. So, yeah. But he is happy to at least pretend that he is going to take this and start a whole yeah, sure. <laughs> new business. So, um, Musashi, you see Pico examining this flower. I don't what think he do actually sees him do it. Like, I don't see him take the thing. You don't see him take it, but you see him near it looking yeah. at it. And Musashi's kind of trying to think of a way to extract the flower because he's like, wait, I don't have a shovel. <laughs> he's like, so he's like trying to think of a way to extract it at the moment. And so um, I'm assuming that it's, um, it's not growing out of the rocks. There's like some soft ground underneath yes. it. Yes, mm -hmm. near the base of this tree. Musashi's thinking that he could probably, if he does it in a wide enough radius so it doesn't damage the flower, he might be able to like, create a circle around it with his the like the um the scabbard of his sword and kind of like loosen up the dirt so he can actually get a clump of the dirt with the flower out and that sure. way it's like all one piece and he doesn't have to like damage it or anything okay um let's do a roll for that let's do we don't have the roll extraction but i think if you're doing like let's do strength decks okay strength as you're decks. trying to do this carefully but also having to dig I think it's difficult. So nine. Is there any way I can help Assist? with that? Because yeah, yeah, sure. Because if we're doing a radius, then you know he's probably on one side. I'm probably on the other, and we're digging into the the yeah, dirt so as I'd best say, as we can. I would say for you, Pico, because you're using your intelligence trying to do a radius int mm -hmm. plus would, your decks. Yes. Would he just give me a bonus though? Is that yes? What's what's the target? Nine. <laughs> I didn't even get close, Amber. What is your number? I could roll a five. Okay. At least you were digging away from the flower. Yeah. I did say I wasn't close okay, to the flower. Yeah. I think I find, 
if if you can give me the liberty to say this, yeah, sure. I I think the ground's just a little bit too hard for the the tip end of my scabbard to do that. Kind yeah. Of thing. So basically, you go. It's, it's like it's like the kind of dirt that hasn't been moistened for a while so it's like just a little too hard for like the flat end of like a, of a sword's sheath kind of thing right you know? i want to give you um you know how when you like hit at stuff too hard you can end up hurting your hand and like yeah. that shock that goes through your your uh, you want to injure me <laughs> i'm gonna injure you yeah no what are you gonna okay how are you gonna hurt me i just the status effect injury injury oh, strength no. of four strength of four. so that what that does to you is dex is reduced by one die size because you are uh, currently conditioned to. Yeah. You hurt your hand really bad okay. doing this. Usashi, why are you trying to stab the ground with your stabbert? Your scabbard? Have you ever stabbed anybody before? You got to use the sharp end. I got. I don't have a shovel, and I don't want to ruin my sword. <laughs> All right, Pico. What do you do now? What do I have item wise? Because I don't have a knife or a sword or anything like that. I just have a bow. Do you guys want to do a flashback? I do have. I have a. Do you staff. want to do a? Fl- do you want to do a flashback <laughs> and say you have a spade, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny that we went on this trip without being prepared at all. Yeah, I would say you would have been able to prepare if you like. So we'll do a flashback where like Musashi does this, and then Pico goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Just pull a spade out of my backpack. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this is for. It's like, oh, Musashi's like, oh, I didn't think about that. (laughs) It's a trowel. It's what Flapjack gave you before you went out. It's like, do you guys have tools? And Mm. like, here you go. And then, yep. All right. So I start poking the ground. Is that okay, Johnny Allen? Yeah, you can can have Biko do his check for it to see if you can do it. You're probably going to get it better than I did. And what's the the check again? We're doing dex uh, strength. Okay. I'm going to concentrate on this one too. Ten. Yes, you are able to do it. Okay, so I dig out a big, further away from the flower than we think. I just kind of dig around it, hoping that we can just lift up the the whole chunk at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are able to extricate the golden glow from the ground, and you have it, and it is starting to become, I want to say, it's dusk time. Mm-hmm. So you have about a four-hour walk back from where you're at right now, do you guys just go ahead and do that? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I imagine so. Like, it's get there as fast as we can. And Okay, so you've got the Golden Glow, and mm-hmm. you are heading back. It's about a four-hour trek back to Timbercliff. Mm-hmm. And it's dark. And how are you guys going back? Are you just straight up booking it, or are you paying attention? Um, I think Musashi, keeping in mind that uh, the mayor brought up bandits, has mm-hmm. Pico. He's car- Musashi's going to be carrying like the flower on this plate of earth that we created, and like <laughs> almost like the flowers on a three plant. I like the visual of that, and I think he asked Pico to go ahead and scout in front to just mm-hmm. to keep an eye out for things, and also because. I only have my one eye and you got two good cat eyes. You probably be able to pick up on anything out of the ordinary better than me. So that's kind of our setup. It's he's leading the way and keeping an eye on things. Yeah. Right. I'm probably hopping from tree to tree again, just keeping sure. an eye out from below. Yeah. Cause after a bit of time, you're getting away from the base of the mountain, the trees start to come, you know, you're back into the foresty area. Give me a sense, which I believe is in spirit. Cause that's like okay. seeing with like, there's, should both of us sit or just him? You can both uh, do just, 
Yeah. You can both do it because you're paying attention as well. I'm going to concentrate again. In spirit. Uh, I rolled a five. I rolled a 13. Oh. (laughs) Musashi, you can only see, like, as dusk is settling in and it's starting to get dark, Musashi, your eyesight is not able to penetrate the darkness as well as Pico's eyes are. It doesn't help that I'm carrying this flower and I'm trying to be careful with it either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's probably a 14 because I have night night oh yeah, that's your favorite yeah so pico you're up in the tree and mm-hmm. you see a spot of glowing light that could be perceived as a fire mm. uh, you see a little bit of smoke and you can actually also smell something cooking Ooh. okay i'll do what i normally do for warnings i will shoot an arrow right in front of musashi to kind of give him a heads up to be like watch out don't let's stop and, and uh, figure out what we're going to do. Musashi curses under his breath because that scares <laughs> the hell out of him. <laughs> He's like, but I think that kind of gives him the heads up and I suppose that would alert Musashi to the danger ahead and he'd probably pick up on the smell at least for, for certain. Yeah, and, and now that you're brought to your attention, you can also mm-hmm. smell the, you smell it more than, so than Pico. It's the scent of like mutton roasting mm-hmm. over a flame. Okay. Well, I'm aware that there are bandits out here. Musashi's going to try to avoid that smell and stay away from it and like try to keep his distance and walk around it sure. kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I see like a better path to go around this? Because I, I can see where the, the fire is mm-hmm. and I know that we should not <laughs> go say hi. So is there like a, yeah, is it just a clear path that yeah, you guys are in the forest, so mm-hmm, yeah. if you want to go out of your way around them, you definitely can. Okay, oh, yeah. so I'll kind of see where's best, and then I'll hop. I'll I'll circle back and hop down and and uh, walk with Misashi mm-hmm. of and just lead me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you guys being sneaky? Trying to be oh, quiet. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, trying to be quiet. I would and like I've, you to roll. And you that. mentioned that my flower glows, right? Your flower so I have is to be, currently glowing. I have to be extra sneaky to be like make sure no, I'm not spotted with my beacon. <laughs> right. Yes. So okay. So int spirit to be stealthy, I believe, is what it is. So for me, could I use my class skill sneaker? Yeah. Dex. Uh, yes. All right. So that's dex dex plus two. If I'm going to sneak, I'm going to have to concentrate. <laughs> You also have fumble points that can be And stacked. I'm going to use those fumble points. Can I use all my fumble points no. just to be safe? Just one. Okay. <laughs> so I just, I got a plus two to this roll and my int is four and my spirit is six. So I'm just like, please. Oh, thank God. I rolled a 10. Okay, Total. you're fine. <laughs> I rolled a 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> I used a fumble point. I concentrated. I had plus one for a night vision and then I rolled a 16. <laughs> Musashi, you lose track of Pico. Pico just blends into the night. <laughs> okay. I am the night. Yes. And Pico, eventually you'll get back to Timbercliff. And then Musashi, you're kind of like, I, I love this image of Musashi kind of like guarding the glow and like trying to like sneak out. <laughs> and like the camera goes to where that, that, that uh, group of bandits are at. And they're sitting around the fire and they're all cats. Mm. And Ooh. they're eating into mutton, and one looks up and goes, "Wait, I thought I saw something." <laughs> and the other ones are like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Yeah, there was just like a, a light bobbing out there." <laughs> no, you're just just seeing things, just seeing things. Eat, get, just yeah. eat dinner. Come on. And then yeah, we'll you, cut. You've been <laughs> up too late, and yeah, I, you gotta get some sleep. 
You're seeing things. You're seeing yeah. things, yeah. I snuck so well that that's me talking to the other character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go back to bed. <laughs> Is it a calico cat? Yes, they're calico Uh-oh. cats. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so scene transition. You guys are back into Timbercliff. You have the golden glow. You go back to the mayor's house. And and I, pr- I produce this large thing of dirt and a flower. And he goes, excellent. Y'all did a fantastic job. 12 hours? That's all it took you? You found it? It's amazing. You're, you're amazing. Weird. Here's your 550 gold. You look perfect. Nothing uh, looks broken on no, you. No, uh, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I, like, I am hurt. I have a status ailment. <laughs> uh, I okay. am injury. I do yeah. have injury. I'm rubbing my neck. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you roll bluff for that? And get, like, yes, yes. Kind of, yeah, okay. Roll, if you want to roll bluff. You had no for problems, I, I'm assuming. And then you're like, no. Actually. There were bandits. Oh, no. Did they steal anything from you? I mean, if they took it and we don't know about it, they might. Check your inventory. So how do I bluff? <laughs> I want to say it's like a... De- so what, what would you use to deceive? Intelligence and spirit. Um, to me, sounds, sounds about like right. the two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my neck. My neck. <laughs> I rolled a 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my Look at my paw. Look boy. at my neck. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I pre- you guys did such a fantastic job bringing it back. Here's your five, 550 gold. And for your time and effort and energy and, I, and your healing, here's an extra 200. Oh, 200. I, yes. I appreciate it. You were so fast and your poor neck. And look at his mangled paw. <laughs> oh, it looks so bad. <laughs> Yeah, the cost of you're healthcare like is just it. so much. You're like holding it like, like <laughs> yeah. bad. Like all oh, my claws are gone. Oh, my my, my claws are gone. They're oh. just retracted. I'm so sorry. Is there any sort of surgery they can help you with to put claws back into your why do I always sound like this when I do a bear? I don't understand. <laughs> In this country, that surgery is probably three thousand gold. No. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You knew the risks when you took the job. All right, I'm taking something on my way out. <laughs> <laughs> Take a painting. See if you can sneak that. That <laughs> was Marianne. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, pleasure doing business with you, Mayor. I'm glad you're very, you found our service satisfactory. Uh, what makes I, you happy makes us happy. I'm so glad this is going to make Marianne delighted. I'm going to go put it away now and store okay. it. So she cannot see it. Uh, Where are you going to put it? (laughs) In my closet. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm putting it in my max security closet. (laughs) With all my finest plans. It's where I keep... It's where I keep all of my precious items. In (laughs) my closet. (laughs) I'm trying to get to Mr. Becky Ann. I don't know Mm. what's happening. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, so y'all. Think, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm assuming that's the end of the... I, I mean, I, I guess he's like, good night, it is, it is midnight, and I'm yeah. going to go to bed. Thank you for your time. Here's your sack of money. Good luck to you on your journeys. Flapjack will never forget you. Okay. Uh, okay. Please, please do. Uh, no. Please forget me. And I grab the bag of gold and 
I guess Musashi Musashi starts to head out, but if Pico wants to take a chance to steal anything, that's your chance, Pico. Is Flapjack still in the room? I mean, they're escorting you out the door. Okay, that's fair. I mean, we wouldn't just stick around until we leave on our own. (laughs) Yeah, they just goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the maid will escort you out and close the door behind you. And the moon is shining bright down and you open the gold sack. And yep, there is... 750, 750 gold, gold for you. So I'm going to write down plus 750 gold on the note. Yes. Somewhere. And now you guys get to actually get XP for doing this. Cool. Yay. Your highest terrain was only eight. Okay. So the eight is 200 XP. Okay. And I didn't use a benediction and you didn't defeat a monster. Okay. So just 200 XP. Just 200 yeah. XP. Are we still doing the thing where if we avoid combat somehow we get XP as if we did? Yeah, we did it for the moles and I think we did it for crabs. Oh, because I'm giving you the opportunity to use your brains. And we're trying to avoid combat as best as we can. Mm -hmm. Okay, so your low level bandit was a level five, so 50 extra XP. Okay. Okay. So that brings me up to 2,370, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, that's it. Good session. Good session. All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you've been enjoying Shapeshift, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show out. Shapeshift is a part of the Geek Spectre Network, where I host and co-host a lot of other cool shows. You can get information about the Geekspective shows by either following the Geekspective Twitter, that's at Geekspective, or going to the website at geekspective.com. This episode was edited by Rudy Basso. You can find him on Twitter at Rudy Basso. That's R-U-D-Y-B-A-S-S-O. Thanks, Rudy.